What is Montrospective? It's what we say to ourselves and our attitude towards it. We repeat mantras over and over again to ourselves. If we're doing it right, they're positive, not negative. What we say affects our attitude and our point of view. We all have dreams and goals, but how many of us know where to start to make them happen? I am fascinated by everyday people who are doing extraordinary things, and I wanted to find out why and how they were able to be successful. I spent 16 years in radio, not as a DJ, but as a promotions director. I never had an interest in being front and center or putting myself out there as a personality. Fast forward to today, I have something to say and messages from incredible people to share. Simply put, I am interested. I want to know what propels everyday people to follow their dreams in the hopes that it will inspire you to do the same. We have one life to live. Let's listen, learn, and share our journey with the world. This is Montrospective. Montrospective would like to thank our sponsor. If you're looking for a one-stop shop that offers yoga, meditation, Reiki, readings, and various other classes along with being a metaphysical store, check out Mantra in Blue Springs, Missouri off 7 Highway. Also online at mantrakc.com. Well, welcome back everybody to Montrospective. We are doing something unique and different. I am going to have a regular guest on with us every first Tuesday of the month. In honor of that, I'm just going to call it First Tuesday with Heather and Sarah. <laughs> and you're going to recognize this lady. She has been on several times now. You are officially a regular. She is an Ascension leader. She is so full of knowledge and somebody who I love talking to. Welcome to our monthly chat, Sarah Robinson. I am so glad to be starting this with you, Heather. It's going to be so much fun. I was so excited when we talked about it because I love talking to you. I just love picking your brain. You know so much and you do stuff just a little bit differently than I do. And I find it fascinating. So I think that that's where we should start off today for our very first chat is talking about one of your specialties, something that you've studied and know very well, which is human design. And we've talked mm -hmm. about it in a few of the episodes, but we haven't really yeah. dove deep into it to really explain what it means. So you know where to start better than I do. Go. <laughs> <laughs> Go. Okay. So people, first off, um, guys who are watching, uh, if you've never heard of human design, no big deal. Um, if you have heard of it and you don't get it, no big deal. I know the first time I heard of it was a couple of years ago. Um, and it was in a, a program I was taking and my coach had a guest on and I was very resistant to it. So if you are resistant to it, it's okay. Um, so what it is, it's a combination of different energetic modalities. So like Heather does astrology. Um, that is part of human design. So we have astrology, the I Ching, the Kabbalah, and the chakra system got kind of all mashed together. Um, if you are familiar with um, metaphysics and spirituality in this way, there's something we call downloads. Basically, it's in a, when you're in a state of extreme receiving um, that your higher self, God, source um, gives you gifts and knowledge, knowing. And so the story goes that the gentleman who received these gifts from source, God, whatever, um, kind of recorded them all. And now we have this beautiful modality called human design. It wasn't that long ago, it was in the 80s. And if you ever 
read about it and see all of the correlations, you'll see that either this guy had to have been a mad scientist genius because the it's all so intricate or it was a divine download. So however you want to think of it, I really don't care. But what it does, Heather and listeners, um, is it gives us a unique energetic blueprint that shows us that we are indeed special flowers. Every single one of us is different. Just It's kind of similar to our birth chart. We are all so similar, but we are so different at the same time. So it kind of just gives us a roadmap of who we are how we interact in the world, how we make decisions in best alignment, what our gifts are, what our purpose is. It's all in here. So um, it's just, it's such a cool thing. It's really, well, and really- I, yeah, I love it because I, I do, I study astrology and I work with people to help determine their purpose by looking at their charts. So when you and I met and started talking about human design and it was utilizing all of these things that I had heard about, Astrology is basically the one I know and the chakra system. The other right. two I'm a little unfamiliar with. So it's just, it's, it's kind of neat to know that there's a blueprint for your life. We always joke around about the fact everyone should come with an instruction manual. And this kind of is. It is. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I've actually done a parenting program one time. And part of the, the marketing for it was, you know, if you want to create an uh, instruction manual for your kids. And that's, that's what we did. So, yeah. So where does somebody start if they're interested in human design to begin to even understand it? Hmm. Um, first off, I want it's just like an astrological birth chart, guys. If, if you just look at it and you have no idea where to start, it's just going to smack you in the face and be super overwhelming. So um, like what I learned, I just started watching people. I started reading blogs. Um, I, I honestly, within probably four months of hearing about it, I got a human design coach because I knew that I needed to know about it. Um, Cause I was so resistant. That's kind of one of my, um, my shadows when before I've kind of gotten over a little bit, but whenever I'm super resistant to something, I know that it's actually something that is going to change my life. So I had that awareness at that point. Um, but so what you do is you pull your human design graph, just like you would your birth chart and you can go to mybodygraph.com. Um, you can go to geneticmatrix.com. Or you can, there's one, and I honestly, this is the, the place that's like the headquarters for it. I, I don't like their charts as much though, and they're not as accurate. And that's jovianarchive.com. So whatever. Or you can just Google, find my body graph. And you do whatever. You enter your information, and then you're presented with this beautiful chart that makes absolutely no sense. Um, but when you look at it, there'll be a part that says type. Find the line that says type look at that thing and you can either visit my facebook group you can visit again google it um you can find someone else who knows about it there's books that tell you about it um it's a really fun rabbit hole to get into but type is where you start that is number one starting spot well and i kind of think that everybody should kind of ease themselves into it because that's what i tell everybody with astrology is because when Mm -hmm. i do someone's natal chart and they get this 30 page report on their entire life it can be super overwhelming because you don't know where to start it kind of jumps around all over the place right you know from topic to topic so but it can be like going down a rabbit hole because you just can't believe that whether it's astrology human design whatever you're doing that it knows you it knows you so well it's scary but it's also comforting in a way that oh okay there's a reason to why 
I am the way I am. And it's almost like being seen in a way it is time, which is really kind of eye-opening. So yeah, I think, I think that's really cool, but everybody eased themselves into it. Otherwise you, it'll be like you're on TikTok and you've been on it for four hours and you thought you've been on 10 minutes. So <laughs> yeah, it's, it's not something you, it's definitely not something that like, like the first three elements I talk to my clients about, um, is type strategy and authority. And even working with a coach in depth, these three things just to understand and start to use in your life can take months, months. So there's no, like the other stuff is fun. It's like when you get a tarot reading, it's fun. But if you don't do anything with the information, it's just more information. And we, none of us need more information. We're already overwhelmed enough. And your human design actually shows you whether or not you're susceptible to information overload or not. Um, but it is like, there's, there's so much information already. If it's just fun for you, cool. Read those three things and be done. But if you're truly wanting to use it for growth and think in transformation, stop there, do those three things and, and really listen to read a lot, kind of embody, embody is the word we always use, right, Heather? Um, really get that stuff in, ingrained in your body first. And then we can go into the other things and then we can start working on those things. Um, and if you're working with a coach, you usually work on both simultaneously because of the different purposes of the different elements. So, well, what made you gravitate towards human design more so than just doing astrology or just working with the chakra system or, or any of the other modality, basically you chose to work with human design. Did you find that that gave more of a overall clear picture for your clients or was it just something that you kind of got really into and excited about and knew that this was what you were supposed to work with? Um, so I toyed with the idea of astrology for a long time, but honestly, it always just seemed so overwhelming to me. And, and it was a little bit more woo than, cause I, I do a lot of woo at the time I wasn't as comfortable in the woo world. Um, and it was just a little bit too much for me you know, at that time. And, but then when I found human design, it's so logical. And I know astrology is too, but in my brain, it just made sense. Like, okay. And I already, I'm already super familiar with the chakra system because I'm a Reiki master and I do all that work often. So I was super familiar with that already. So having that base of information was nice. Um, and another thing, Heather, I liked about it is because it was kind of presented in a way, the way that I understood it was kind of like a personality type test like Myers-Briggs or Enneagram or any of those types of things. But I've not I noticed with those um, modalities, especially if I just do it online, right? If I'm just like pulling up my stuff, I can manipulate it in a way that I'm pretty much anything given the day of the week or what shadow work I've been doing or whatever. Um, but with human design, it was like, this is it. Like, this is, this is your chart, take it or leave it, do what you want with it, but this is it. Um, so to me, that was, um, that was really appealing and it is very logical. It's very grounding. Um, and at the time I needed that, you know, when we're in the beginning of our journey, we need that grounding and we need to be seen. And that was the other thing I, I had a reading and I felt I've had a, I've had needle chart readings before, and I don't think I probably had it done by the right person for me, you know, but when I had my human design chart, right, it was, I felt seen and I, for the first time in a long time, didn't feel broken. And so there's something powerful to be said about all of a sudden realizing all those little things that you thought were wrong with you are actually your gifts. So 
Well, and I love that this is so new because you said it was developed basically in the 80s and mm-hmm. astrology, numerology, the chakra system, all of these other things are pretty ancient. They've been around for a long time. I mean, for some of these modalities since the beginning of time forever. So um, the fact that he got this download and it's something new and different, but combined all of these things to give kind of that clear, mm-hmm. greater picture of everything. I love that, you know, cause I think we constantly need to be changing and evolving. Um, so I'm kind of fascinated by that too, that it's just something that, you know, is within the last 30 years or so. Yeah. Yeah, it is. When I first saw that, I was like, holy cow, like I was alive when this download happened. Like this isn't, you know, 1426 or, you know, BC, this was like, okay. Like I was alive. That's pretty amazing to have something so powerful come up. So, and like at the same time, like we're at the beginning of the movement. And so to be able to get into something virtually on the ground floor um, is really exciting for me as well. Cause I like to kind of offer things that not everyone offers. And so having that, um, I guess kind of angle or upper hand or whatever. Um, I really like that. Cause I like to kind of challenge the way we think about things. Okay. So how do we start to take a look at this stuff? Like how do you even begin to talk about how astrology works into this or the chakra system or any of it? How do you even begin to explain that? (laughs) Would you like to look at your chart and I can kind of show you? Oh my gosh, please. (laughs) Okay. So, so Heather, you're going to recognize a lot of these symbols because you are familiar with astrology. Okay. Mm -hmm. So guys, this is what I'm talking about. If you just try to look at this chart, you're going to be like, what the actual, like what's going on. Right. So don't do that. You're just going to go over here and say, I'm a generator. And you're going to read about what that means for like weeks. All right. If you truly want just read or come to my group, come to my Facebook group. We're doing um, human design pretty much all of March. So if you're catching this in at the beginning of the month, just come on over, join the party. Um, So you're going to notice here, you know, I mean, you recognize a lot of these signs. Yes, I do. Okay. So this, you know, here we have our, um, our, Oh, I can't remember which one is which. I believe this one is our, so one's the natal side and one's the 88 week gestation, whatever. Oh. I don't know. Okay. So we get both sides. So um, I'm sorry, guys. I, I don't deal with these two as much. The left, I believe is our, um, is our 88 week prior. And then the mind I believe is our birth regardless. It doesn't really matter um, unless you're getting in because we don't really get into these early on you don't need to it's not required you know and then you see the shot you kind of see the chakra system here in the center okay because it says nine our normal chakra system has seven so human design says that since the original chakra system was developed we've actually had two more energy centers evolve into prominence because we did say the chakra system is ancient And so over time, human design accounts for the fact that humanity evolves energetically. We are not the same as we were when we first became man. We are now evolved beings from then. So so the human design chart, we have nine chakras, nine centers is what we call them, versus um, the seven that we have in in the chakra system. Now, the I Ching and the Kabbalah, if you look at, it's really cool. There's this book, it's called... Oh, give me a moment. 
cannot remember at this moment, but I will tell Heather and she can throw it in the show notes, um, a, a book about basically spirituality. And what it does is it breaks down, um, it compares the chakra system, the Kabbalah, and then um, Catholicism. And it shows how the main basis of these religions can apply to how they are synchronistic in the way that they deal with energy. So if you look at this, this system upside down, it's actually the tree of life flipped. Okay. So um, it's, it go, it correlates to that, which the chakra system and the Kabbalah, the tree of life and the chakra system go together. And you see that a lot in modern day spirituality that whenever you're buying the jewelry or the pendants, there's a lot of tree of life. So here we go. And I can't remember what the Kabbalah thing is again, again, guys, I don't remember all the details. It's not as important as the knowing, but, um, but there are, there are synchronistic things there. And then the I Ching, I honestly use another modality very similar to human design that has more to do with the I Ching, but it is built into this chart. Um, I just use another modality to deal with it because it's easier to see. So, um, so that's how the, the, all of them kind of go together. That is crazy. Like I, I find myself doing exactly what I told people not to do and, and just reading everything and trying to determine <laughs> yeah, what it make means any sense. already. So yep. you were matter. talking about like <laughs> the gestation and everything. So it's showing my design date as March 16th, 1976. What does that mean? Um, that would be what March. So, so that would be prior to my birth, obviously. So that's yeah, March. when... I, that I imagine, see again, all this stuff, I don't even get into all this stuff because once oh. you start, once you start, once you do your type strategy and authority, your life changes. Okay. And that's my goal with my clients is to change their lives. Everything gotcha. else falls into place, but let's think, okay. So 88 weeks, normal pregnancy is, do you have a calculator? It's, I imagine <laughs> it's, I imagine that's that, um, that because it's when our, our like subconscious forms. Yeah. Um, so I would, I, my guess uneducated folks do keep this in mind is um, it probably correlates to that 88 week mark. I well, maybe yeah, April, yeah. It's, it's much, it's much less than that, obviously. So we'll, we'll just have yes. to look that up separately. Yeah, I just, well, I yeah, that, that's, yeah, I just found that kind of interesting. Cause I'm like, okay, so did my human design actually get written while I was basically in the womb a few months before I, you know, came into the world. It's just, yeah, it just caught my attention. So yeah. Yeah. I mean, I always, you know, I, I very much believe in the, and guys, you're going to see this as we go through our, our, when our Tuesdays together. Um, but I very much believe in the concept that before we even come here, we make contracts with our parents, with our life, with our, whenever we're supposed to be learning this life. And so I would imagine from my perspective, my spiritual perspective, that your design is created before you even are in utero because you need certain gifts and, and things to be able to live out your um, most aligned being. Um, so that would be my kind of spiritual take on it. But yeah, a lot of this stuff on the other side, to be entirely frank, like I worked with a coach for over a year on this and the stuff that we focused on primarily was this stuff right here in this little paragraph, not this one, this second paragraph, like right here. And then the centers and the arrows. And that was a full year. Okay. So what are you seeing about me so far? <laughs> <laughs> um well you're a generator so you're of uh, your role our type tells us our role 
in society. So are we a doer? Are we a leader? Are we a guide? Are we a worker? Um, and generators are workers. This does not necessarily mean you cannot be a leader and a guide. It just means you have the energy to do the work that needs to be done. Um, whereas other types do not have that energy. Um, so generators have a lot of energy. They need to be busy throughout the day, both physically and mentally. Um, otherwise, they, it's like they have this little cell. It's, it's because of your sacral right here. This is your sacral and yours is defined. So it's like this little battery cell. And throughout the day, you have to like deplete it. And then if you don't deplete it, you don't sleep well. So generators go and go and go and go, and then they're tired and then they go to sleep. Um, and so you, that's a requirement. Now we think that everyone's like that, but no, not the case. There are other types that if they go and they go and they go and they go till they fall asleep, they don't sleep well because they've gone past their limits and they haven't discharged the sacral energy that other people are getting. So like, if you look at, you guys see some colored areas, some colored in areas and some white areas, the colored in areas are where you have the most consistent energy and that's your energy where there's open or or undefined areas that's where you absorb the energy of other people so before you go to bed at night or if this is why it's really important to get out in nature kind of by yourself away from people because you have to it's like taking a squeegee and you have to squeegee off everybody else's energy to kind of reset it for you because you're not meant to carry their energy so say that you are a generator but your husband is another type a projector say that doesn't have that center open if he needs to get away from you for a while before he falls asleep so he can squeegee off your energy and sleep. All right. So that's, there's, there's a big difference about that. And I'm just telling general stuff here. Um, this is our emotional center. It's called our solar plexus. This is our solar plexus in human design. It's our emotional center. Yours is undefined. So this makes you an emotional empath. So a lot of people say they're empathic. There are many, many, many ways to be empathic nine of them in in the case of human design but the emotional center the solar plexus tells us if it's if it's white like this this means that you genuinely um absorb the emotions of other people also whenever these are open it means that you um absorb them and you amplify them so if someone's sad you're going to feel sadder if someone is anxious, you're going to feel more anxious. Um, so it's really like I, before I knew about this, because I am also an emotional empath based upon my human design, I used to think that I was going crazy all the time because I left the corporate world and I came home to be a mom. And of course I have children and my husband and I'm very emotionally attached to them. But people who have this colored in or defined they have regular emotional waves. They kind of just ride their own waves. Um, and so they're on their own waves and all three of my children have this center defined. So they're on their own waves, which are different from each other. And then I'm with them. So I'm absorbing all of those waves. And I genuinely felt crazy. Like I felt like I would lose my mind half the time. Now, part of it was because I was transitioning from the corporate world to being a stay-at-home mom, which is just a to begin with. Um, 
but then I had to learn. And this is a trick that you can use, Heather, or other people can use as well. Whenever you're feeling yourself in a heightened emotional state, either a high vibration or low vibration state, um, you can ask yourself, is this mine? And if you're in tune with your body and you're willing to listen to your body, your body will tell you very, very quickly whether it's yours or not. Now, if it's yours, you know, like last time we spoke, we talked a lot about emotion and sitting with emotion and being comfortable being uncomfortable. But if it's not yours, this frees up your energy to release it back to the person whose it actually is. So for people who have this center open, it's really, really important to energetically set yourself up to be protected. So you can just do this by simply stating a statement like, I am a mirror, not a sponge. So this says, I reflect back to you what you send to me. It doesn't mean I have to feel it. I don't have to have the energy in my body. I'm just, I'm just here to, to show you. It just bounces off of me and goes back so you can see. Um, so that's one really big thing in your chart. Um, let's see, you, you have one of the, a couple of the centers that are actually more uncommon for people to have defined. One of them is this, this is your third eye or your Anja, just like in the chakra system. And this is where we um, conceptualize things. So I call this the, the um, oh, imagination station, and this is the information station. Okay. So this is where um, you, this is where your beliefs and thoughts live. This is where your patterns of this happens, then this happens, then this happens, or this means this lives. Now, as we're on our, so, so I used to think that a defined center meant good and an undefined center meant weak, strong and weak was what I thought. But it turns out there's a, um, a light side and a shadow side to both, just like in, our, in all of the work we do with our clients. So the light side of having the defined Anja is that you're very consistent in the way that you think. People kind of know what, where you're going to be on things. Um, people know that you are going to, um, you know, if I ask Heather this question, this will be her answer. If we're in this type of situation, here's how she's going to be thinking. Um, so this can be things like religion, you know, theology, it can be spirituality, it can be like, this is the way people are supposed to act. It can be those types of things. The shadow side of this, though, is that, or problem solving, right? Problem solving is another one, like how things are supposed to be problem solved. The shadow side, and you're smiling a little bit already, so I think you may know what I'm about to say, but the shadow side is it makes us very inflexible. And so it makes it challenging because that's this, this is getting consistent energy. So it's not as flexible as the open ones. So consistent energy. So this means we typically think we're right. I say we, because I also have a defined Anja. Like if you have a problem and you're talking to, I'm going to say your husband, because this is where I first noticed it with me. You have a problem and you're problem solving and you're thinking in your head, well, I've already got it figured out. We do A, B, C, D, and then this is going to happen. And this is really the most effective way to do it. And this is really the only way to do it. And then he says something and your first inclination in the back of your head is like, oh, why is he so stupid? It's like, and everyone who has a defined Anja, and I say that to him, like, everyone else is not stupid. They're not. 
like, cause in, in people who have this defined Anja are also very often the leaders in groups because we have a harder time compromising and admitting that we may in fact not, may not have the best answer. So the way we work through this. <laughs> no, I'm just, I just got to say, guys, this is what I'm talking about. Cause if you're not ready to look in the mirror and hear the truth about yourself, don't do this because this is exactly what my natal chart says as well. And that was the first time I really got a slap in the face of, you know, this is how you are. I've had people tell me my entire life that I'm that way, mm. but of course, what am I doing? I'm saying, no, you're stupid. Of course I'm it's not. Like, stupid, oh, yes, yeah. I am. I'm so like that. And, and now I've gotten to the point where I can recognize when I'm starting right. to do that. And mm-hmm. that's where the change can happen and everything. But now you've just yes. confirmed it yet again. Yeah. This is how you're built. And so now we get to work through the shadows. You work through the shadow when you have that first initial perception oh they're stupid wait wait are they really is this my only truth is this the only truth what could come if i allow myself to actually hear them could we maybe come up with a better solution together so and that's where we become um begin working on our shadows and begin nurturing and healing those parts of ourselves so yeah that's a that's a biggie um Well, stuff like this allows you to kind of get your power back in a way too, because once you are able to become um, a little bit more sensitive to these things and realize that you're human and you were made a certain way, but also that you have the ability to recognize these things and make Mm -hmm. the necessary changes, it gives you so much power you know, back to yourself, whereas before, you know, you've made the excuse, well, this is just how I am. Well, it doesn't have to be. You can mm-hmm. actually recognize it and, you know, make the changes where you, where you need to. And that's something I'm working on. Yeah. And that's, and that's the work, right? That's the work that, that both of us do. And, um, and I, I think something really important while you were talking was really interesting that you said, you said, this is just how I am. And a lot of people don't like the human design system because they see it as rigid. Well, this is how I was born. So this is how I am. What it's doing is it's giving you windows into opportunities to become your highest self. Sure. You're more inclined. We are more inclined to be judgy of other people's opinions, to say that someone's religion is wrong, to say that um, all those things. But we also know that we are able and allowed to decondition that part of ourselves and to to fought to love that part of ourselves so then we're able to say oh you're you're baptist well not all baptists are are like you know so judgmental that which is a stereotype of baptism right or um yeah you know i'm saying of baptist you know there are wonderful baptists beautiful churches that do amazing things and are so loving and accepting so it's that ability to say, I was wrong. I am able to see that, which is something a lot of us need, folks. Um, and then and then move on from that. And, and so I don't think it's a rigid system at all. I think it's a very grounding system, um, very grounding. But I don't feel like it's rigid because there's so much you can do once you have, it's like once you bring the shadows to the light, then you can do the work. 
Well, you know, another reason why I know it's not rigid is that whole point in that for me is I'm not right all the time and I don't have to be right all the time. And there's more than one way to do things. Mm -hmm. But in a way, I feel like I was brought up my entire life and it was inherently in me that I'm very competitive. And I always have to be the first or I always have to be right. I have the best answer for everything. And this flat out tells me, well, you may in some situations, but you may not yes. in others. And you have to have that open mind with other people and show that empathy that you have right. and actually, you know, um, kind of, you know, release and let go a little bit and, and hear another side of things. So, right. you know, that was huge for me to hear yet again. It's something I've known, something I've been working on for a long right. time, but to see it in another way is, is right. really cool. Yeah. Sometimes we, sh- and it, it's helpful to have that in all these different, in all these different modalities and having it shown like in a, astrology reading and then having it shown in a human design reading and then, Oh, it pops up in tarot. And then I'm sitting here journaling and the same thing pops up. It's like, it might be time for you to focus on this because it keeps on coming up. Yeah. Anything else in there that stands out to you? Oh, Heather, do you have any questions? Like, oh maybe, my gosh. maybe I can tap into something. Cause normally what I do in a reading, like we'll go through what your type, your strategy and your authority are, which are standard. That's where I start. And then we go through your, your centers. But I mean, if there's something else and I may not just from looking at it, I may not be able to just be like, yes, this is your answer. But do you have like, um, a question or like an area of your life that you've kind of been focused on lately that maybe I could shed some light on? Okay. Well, I've definitely been focused on my career Mm -hmm. and um, figuring out if what I believe my purpose to be is also meant to be my career. Mm -hmm. So wanted to see if there's anything you can tell me about that or do I need to get more specific than that? No, that's good. Okay, Um, I'm going to look up something really fast because I've been doing a lot with purpose with clients. This is like the third time in two days this has come up. Um, So again, because I'm the generator family as well, I'm just going to skip super, super fast um, or something else. And I'll come back to your question. Um, We have a strategy and this is how we are supposed to move in the world. So we're not all meant to just do it. We're not all initiators. We're not all, that's not how we're all set up. Some of us are here to respond to things. And so since I just said three times in the last two days, I've had people talk about their purpose. That's something for me to respond to. I'm being shown it over, just like I was saying about you see this in your chart and you see that in your chart. Um, It's something for me to respond to. So now I can use my authority, which I said was the third part I cover with people. And I can feel into my body and decide, oh, is that something I want to do something with people about? Does that light me up? Does that bring me joy? Does that, and then from there I can decide, okay, do I do a program about this? Do I bring this into my work? Is this just something I'm doing with one-on-one clients? So then I kind of play with that idea too. So I like that, um, you know, that this keeps on coming up for me. Okay. So when you're in human design, when you're talking about your um, life's purpose, guys, you look at your incarnation cross and this is more advanced type stuff. So I wouldn't necessarily um, say jump straight to your purpose um, because that's something that we do a little bit more. But so the incarnation cross, it's the right angle cross of Eden two. What does that mean? Well, I have a website that I go to. I can put it in, I can have Heather put it in the show notes or something if you guys want it. 
Um, but it basically, what this does is it sets the stage for your purpose. And then when I'm doing work with clients, I use this to start the conversation. And then I have that other modality that I mentioned before that I then go into to even expand upon it. So, and you may recognize some of this stuff from your work that you do, Heather. Um, so the cross has the energy and drive to go and explore the world, but it really isn't just about you. This is the energy that compels you to bring others along on your exploration, which holy cow, you have a podcast that's totally about bringing other people on your exploration. This is the force that led us out of the Garden of Eden. This energy also has ties to art and bringing expression into form. This cross can go through a period of sadness as there is a lot in the world that is not Eden-like. But fear not, the drive to lead or share your sense of exploration will come through because that is what you are here to do. So when we apply this, like I just said, your sense, your urge is to explore the world and then to help others understand. And that's exactly what you're doing on Montrospective. So in this moment, I would think that you are living your purpose. You are, your, your work you're doing is your soul's work. Um, does that mean that it's not going to evolve into something else? No, no, it's not. Um, but in this moment, and, and guys, your purpose doesn't have to be your job. P.S. It doesn't have to be your job. And you probably are already living your purpose. You just don't know it. I know I've lived my purpose since I was born because the things that I do and my per and, and what I do um, for my life's work, um, maybe not since I was born, but at least since I've been an adult, um, I've always done what I what my life's purpose is. Um, so some some things to keep in mind through this. So your purpose is to gather people and take them on an adventure and explore together and see together. So right now, Montrospective is how we're doing this. But what if, let's say, what if, you know, in three years, you're like, you know what? This just isn't lighting me up anymore. I'm not excited to talk to people. I'm sick of talking to these people. I want to do something else, or I want to change the topic of it, or maybe I want to write a book, or maybe I want to go on a speaking tour, right? For generators, it's a bit harder than, say, a manifesting generator to change courses. Generators are typically people, like you said, you were in marketing for how many years? My entire career, 25 years. Yeah, because yeah. generators do that. You know, they get on a path and they just stay. Yep. And they just stay and they just stay and they just stay. And along the way, maybe they're loving it, but then eventually it's like, eh, and they're kind of ignoring the signs that it's out of alignment. And then one day they wake up and they're like, oh, I'm miserable. Um, because that's generators just have a harder time pivoting. I always say generators are kind of like our, our gnomes. So we have gnomes and fairies and they're the, the slow and steady, tend the earth, sow the seeds, like doing the regular routine, you know, just, just doing it nice and slow. And so for a gnome to say, no, 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 no. I've been tending this garden for 25 years, but I think that spot over there across the yard, I think that's the garden I should be tending. It's not very common. We don't see that very often in the, in the movies. So, um, so a generator has a harder time than say like, again, a manifesting generator, who's more like the fairy. We're like, 
oh, because I'm one of those. Oh, this is fun. Mm, and I'm done. Mm, and I'm done. Oh, uh, boring. And then we move on. So, um, so for you, it's really important to know that as you're moving along and you're evolving, what brings you passion and joy, which is where a manifest or where a generator lives. This, this sacral center is the central for pleasure, just like in the chakra system. This is where our pleasure lives. So whenever we're doing things in pleasure, we actually have more energy. Our batteries charges up even more than when we're just doing our normal, you know, whatever we're doing. So say in five years, you're sitting here and you're like, ah, oh, this just isn't doing it for me anymore. I just, at this point, it's a generator's job to stop and allow your trust to come in and understand that other doors will open to allow you to keep serving your purpose in an evolved state. And that may mean shutting the podcast down. That may mean pushing it off to somebody else. That may mean a million thousand different things. But, um, but yeah, so, so when we're thinking about life's purpose, guys, I don't want you to think like, oh, like I used to be a therapist. I thought that my life's work, my life's purpose was to be a therapist. Well, I quickly realized that the stuff involved in being a therapist, including all of those notes, I'd spend half of my day on chart notes. Like, oh, I couldn't do my work because I was writing notes all the time. So I quickly realized that that wasn't where my life's work, where my purpose was to lie. You've just described the last year of my life. You know, I know you're kind of looking forward with it, but, you know, I was a marketer for 25 years. Um, I did it because it was what I was good at. I enjoyed it, but kind of had that missing feeling that there was something else I was supposed to be doing, but I didn't know what, and I wasn't going to take a risk. I had a great job, steady income. You know, that's what you've been trained all your life to do and not take those major risks. And the universe had other plans and they furloughed me and I lost my job and kind of got propelled into what I'm doing now, which I feel is my purpose. I have never felt more fulfilled in my entire life for doing what I'm doing. I am bringing people along for an adventure on their own lives by looking at their natal Mm -hmm. charts and helping them figure out their purpose. I mean, you literally just explained everything I've just gone through, but you're right. As a generator, it was something I had to be forced into. It wasn't something that came naturally to me or that I just wanted to do. It was, okay, you're not doing it. So we're going to help you out. Here you go. Right. (laughs) Yeah. And and sometimes you'll know, I've noticed that in my life too, because there are certain things I just want to work, especially when I find myself getting into that doer pushy energy, that, that toxic masculine energy where this is going to work, especially before I realized that I was a manifesting generator. I always felt like a failure. Because, and my husband's a generator, so he's more the slow and steady wins the race. And MGs drive generators crazy because we're like, oh, okay, boop, 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 boop. Oh, okay, boop, boop, boop. You know, it's like the consistent squirrel brain. And so we learn how to operate within our our energy. But he would always worry because he had the same job before we met for like seven years. It wasn't a great job. I mean, he made, eh? like not even decent money. It was just, he knew what it was. He knew how to do it. He liked his coworkers. That was enough. Meanwhile, me with our first, I think four years together, 
I held five different positions with two different companies. I think three different businesses. Um, like it, this is just me. I'm just that way, you know? So for him, it was like, I was crazy. And, but, but the cool thing about it was that he was then able to start seeing some of that and start being able to take a few more risks. Like, Oh, she hasn't killed us yet. Okay. So maybe I can do some stuff too, you know? And, and so, yeah, with that, with that. And, oh, so my whole point of this was, um, you're right. Sometimes God or source or whatever is basically like, Oh, you're not doing it. Okay. It's like, I had a job in direct, I was doing a direct sales company um, before at the very, very beginning of my entrepreneurial career. Very, very beginning. So I was in this direct sales company and I kind of knew it was time to move on. Like I kind of was like, Mm, this just doesn't feel right anymore. It's too much. Like I didn't know that pushing was bad at the time. I thought that's what we did because we hustle harder, right? We hustle harder to get more. That's, that's the way we're taught. So I was hustling and pushing and it was going, it was going fine. Um, but it just started feeling off. And then one day our car got broken into and I had all of my direct sales stuff, including my payment slips from the night before with everyone's credit card numbers on them with cash, with over like $2,000 worth of merchandise. Um, and I went to the car and I thought it was gone. And then I looked on the side of my house and they had taken basically my whole thing and it just strewn it. But this was after hours of me like crying. Like I fell on the floor crying. And then I got all my stuff back together. And I'm like, oh, we're good to go now. Don't worry. We can go back to business. Yeah. And then a month later, the company got bought out by another company who I couldn't stand their policies. So then here we are again, <laughs> you know? So it took me a couple of times that one too. But, um, but yeah, guys, when you're not feeling it anymore, it's time to move on. You know, it's time yeah. to go. And if you don't take those cues, they're going to be handed to you. Just yeah. and often, don't be surprised. And yeah. Often <laughs> unfortunately often in pretty big ways like chronic illness and broken bones and financial hardships that you don't need to go through and losing a job which when it's on your own terms it's scarier than you know but but yeah it's it's really interesting whenever we start thinking about that flexibility piece of it and you know, and there are things in the human design chart other than your type that tell you how flexible you can be in that ability to switch and pivot. So, yeah. Anything else stand out? I was trying to think of another question oh, no, yeah. to ask you. So, um, something that um, I don't usually get into right away, like the incarnation crosses, um, is over here, these arrows, these kind of tell us how you, um, your environment, if your environment is set up best, your, your, the way that you bring in information, the way that you digest food, the way that you manifest, um, the way that, um, to, those types of things, like how, how much you like your environment to be structured as far as like the chair in the right spot with the right flower. Um, so for you, you actually have a lot more logical structured energy for your environment. And so we call that more masculine energy and guys, masculine isn't bad. Our society makes it seem bad because there's a ton of toxic masculinity, but a healthy masculine is totally cool. It just means structure and logic. That's all it means. So like the way that you digest food, it would be better for you to have a consistent eating schedule versus a, um, and eating, even eating the same foods at different times at the certain times of the day versus grazing. Mm -hmm. 
you know, that's going to work more in alignment with your energy. The same way with bringing in information into your body. So like if you're learning something, it's going to be better for you to have a more structured program, more logical. And like, if you don't understand a piece of it, circling back around so you can get to understand that piece. Because if you don't know that piece, you're just going to get so obsessed with that piece that nothing else is going to make sense because you'll be questioning yourself. So that's the digestion of food and energy. Um, a more set up, a more structured schedule is going to make it easier for you. A more structured environment. Like you are probably the type of person that's like, no, that chair goes there. No, that, that thing goes there. Like I cannot, and, and working in the same place. So doing the same things in the same place. So I eat dinner here. This is my seat. Yeah. Yeah. I'm going to work at this desk. Like you're like, I'm going to film at this same, like I've never seen you sit anywhere else on that couch. Yep. This is where I sit on the couch. You know, you're killing me right now because all of this is so incredibly true. Yeah. So true. Yeah. Yeah. So these are just different things. And then, and then I also said you're manifesting. Your manifesting is the one arrow that's more feminine, which is means it's more fluid. It's the non-specific manifestors like we talked about in the last time we talked. Um, so, you know, that's a more fluid type, um, unstructured, go with the flow thing for you. Um, and this, I find this very interesting in parenting. Um, these, these particular elements, because it, especially since so many parents are parent are trying to school their kids from home right now, you poor people who we've been homeschooling for four years. So it's like, nothing's changed for us. But I remember that first couple of years, Ooh, that first year, especially that was a, that was a booger. Um, but when you know these things about your kids, like I have one kid who doesn't like meals he would just prefer to have like, I have a grazing station set up some days and he'll just come by and eat when he's, he does never eat dinner. It's just not his thing. He doesn't like it. And then I have another kid who like, will have the same breakfast every single day for two months and understanding the fact that, oh, and that way you're not trying to keep your kids like we eat dinner at 5 PM. Well, maybe they're not hungry at 5 PM and pushing them to clear their plate is actually out of alignment for them. And you're teaching them to not trust their body. You know, so, so knowing these things can really help in that and in ourselves, like you knowing that my environment is very important to me. And when I have a consistent environment, it actually um, helps me function better, can help you release one of the conditioning things that we have is, oh, I need to be more flexible with my environment. No, you don't need to be able to work anywhere. You don't need to not have that chair in that place, you know, like. It, that's how you're set up the, the most um, in, in the most alignment. So, and when we're aligned, we become magnetic. So it's just crazy because I never thought I, I never had an answer to it, I guess. So along that same lines, I have this beautiful office I set up downstairs. It's perfect. It's exactly everything I ever wanted, but I still choose to work upstairs at the kitchen table every single day. And I don't know why. It's just, I feel comfortable up there. I feel that I'm open to everything that's going on outside. You know, downstairs, you feel a little bit more confined, which is mm -hmm. great for meditation and things like that, that I love to do. But when sure. I'm working, I want to be more open. So to mm -hmm. actually hear it put that way, that that's kind of how I'm set up to be that I, you know, I like things in a certain place and I like to be mm -hmm. in a certain place that just, I don't know, it kind of made me exhale a little bit for a minute. Okay. Well, I'm not completely weird. There is a reason for it. There is an answer for it. 
Yeah. Yeah. And that's, and that's how you operate the best. Like for me, I have that particular arrow the other way. So sometimes when you talk to me, Heather, I'm sitting here. Sometimes yeah. I'm in my office. If it's nice outside, you're going to see me on the hammock. You're going to see me like whenever, whenever the world's not, not as crazy at a coffee shop working. And for me, when I'm feeling stagnant in my energy, I actually perform better getting out of the same space because that root and like I tell people like routine is really challenging for me. And I have almost all of my arrows pointing the other way, all, almost all of them except one. And that's the way I bring in food and information. And that is very much more logical. Um, but yeah, there. And so my energy is very flowy, which is funny because again, I was raised to be a type A. I do it this way. I have a struck because that's, that's a cope was a coping mechanism and kind of how society trains us. But again, there's a healthy and an unhealthy way to do that too. I was being very unhealthy, but the more that I've learned to be in the feminine energy and flow, it's gotten to be so fun. Like I just feel so magical all the time because I feel like I'm home. It feels like well, I'm home. Yeah, you just feel empowered too mm -hmm. to know all of these things and finally feel like you're in control of yourself, I guess, in a way. I mean, we always have been, but to have all of these answers and, you know, have things that you have to work on, those shadow sides of things. But again, I haven't been happier in my life until I chose to do those things, until I chose to do the hard work and learn these truths about myself that nobody likes to look at. Nobody likes to say, yeah, I'm a know-it-all and I think I'm right all the time. But once, right. you, once you say it out loud and go, okay, but I don't want to be that way. I don't want to make someone else feel stupid or feel demeaned or anything like that. Right. That's not in my nature either you take control of it. So that's what I love about all this work that you and I are, are doing right now mm -hmm. is yes. that we're teaching people that there's another way to all of this. There's um, an energy bigger than us, um, a blueprint bigger than us that understands us, that if we read it and look into it, you're going to get a lot of clarity in your life that you probably didn't have before. And that is going to be empowering. And that's going to light a fire under you to do the things that you've always wanted to do, but have been too scared to do. So Absolutely. I love this. I love it. I find it so fascinating. I know that you're spending all of March talking about this topic. Mm -hmm. So tell everybody where they can find you so they can learn more about this. Sure. Um, I am at a couple different places. Um, I, the most, the place I always recommend getting into first is my Facebook, my private Facebook group. Now guys, this is only for women. So I'm sorry. Um, you can't get into this one because that's primarily who I work with. So that is executive alchemy and that's in Facebook. You can find me there. That's, I do a lot of free trainings there and workshops and community building. And we have like women's nights and things like that. Um, and then my, I have a website, it's www.thewooandthedo.com. And on there I have, um, I'm having a really cool masterclass or excuse me, it's a, it's a series this month. So I'm going to tell you guys about it because, um, my group knows about it already. Well, we'll know about it by the time this goes out. Um, I'm doing a lot of people want human design readings. Okay. So I just told, I told you how I did it and whatever, and we do coaching and stuff in there, but my human design readings are about $300. So not all of my clients are really at a spot where they want to invest $300, which I totally get. Um, so what I'm doing this month is I'm doing group readings. So they can come in, you can come in for 27 bucks 
and get your chart, your top three elements of your chart, that type, strategy, and authority, not only read and explained to you, but we're also going to sit down and come up with some strategies to put in place to really help you begin living and embodying those three elements. And then I also have a level where you get a self-study course um, to learn about the centers. And then of course I have my readings. So, um, so all that stuff is happening more towards the middle of the month. So if you're interested in that, you want to go to the woo and the do.com and you can sign up for um, the workshop there and pick the level that you want. Um, or at the end of the month, I am launching my signature six month, amazing change your life. Like it's amazing. You'll do more work in six months. You'll probably do in like three years by yourself. It is incredible. Um, so I'll be opening that. And we do a lot of human design in there. We also do the sister modality that I mentioned several times. Um, we do that in there a lot. And as well as all the other stuff that I do, which you will learn is quite expansive. So, um, so there's a couple different opportunities. And then I have free videos in the group and, and all that kind of stuff for you. Okay, so everybody get to know Sarah, get on her Facebook page, check out her website, definitely take advantage of the group human design opportunity because it will open up doors for you and um, really allow you to expand on who you are and feel comfortable with who you are. Um, it's really powerful. So uh, get used to Sarah. She's coming back every first Tuesday Yay. of the month. We're going to cover all sorts of topics. Um, she is a wealth of knowledge, and I wanted to make sure that all of that is shared with you. So Sarah, any ideas what we're talking about next month yet? Two two different ones okay and 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 if if anyone wants to um if they're i don't know how how can people let you know what they want to hear um they can uh email me through montrospective.com you can um reach out on facebook and instagram at montrospective um <laughs> yeah and we could always put up a a little um what am i trying to say not a quiz oh. not a poll thank poll. you that's the word yeah. i'm looking for we can always put the poll and see what people are interested in learning about sure. um over the the next few months but yeah thank you for doing this with me mm -hmm. i really appreciate it i think people are going to learn a lot from it and um yes i will tag you all through my social media so everybody <laughs> can check you out thank any you. parting words for the listeners today well would you like to know the couple options i have for topics uh, sure. Let's do it. Yeah. Okay. Real quick. One of them is finding your purpose. So we're going to do a little bit of the work that Heather and I did today. And then we're also going to use an alternate modality and also some energy work. Um, maybe, maybe. And the other one is going to be about um, welcoming more pleasure and play into your life. Ooh, kind of, those are yeah. both good. Yeah. Like releasing control, learning how to laugh again, learning how to play, learning how to relax, because I know a lot of people don't know how to do that and they don't even know what they like to do. Um, so kind of something along those lines. So if you guys have an opinion, let Heather know, I'm going to be asking my community as well. So I'll be asking a little bit later, but who knows? It might be something totally different, Heather. I just respond to what people want and what feels super saucy to me. So. All right, everybody. You heard it here. She likes sauciness. So <laughs> whatever's on the Come table, you take that great. however you want. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, we will be back next week with another all new episode and Sarah will be back at the beginning of April. So um, we will see you and talk to you and 
hear you and all that then. <laughs> I'm so glad. Thank you so much for having me, Heather. And I hope that you all uh, look forward to this each month as much as I know we do. Awesome. See you next time. Remember, your thoughts become your reality. You have all you need to begin to make your dreams come true. Dream it, believe it, manifest it. Have a great week and I'll talk to you again soon.